This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program. We're going to wrap up the Indiana legislative session, which came to, a, well, an exciting conclusion on Friday night. With us to wrap that up, our good friend, data guru, political historian, Scott Strong. Scott, how's it going? Good. How about you, Rob? I'm great. Well, I'm poorer than I was as of Friday, <laughs> yes. but, but I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> um, so uh, I never thought, I would live in a in the state of Indiana after the Mitch Daniels era. Yes, where Republicans would a enact the largest tax increase in the history of our state, mm-hmm. and b then brag about it, celebrated. They're very excited. High fives. Yes. Uh, of course, we're talking about the gasoline tax, which is designed to fix the roads. And uh, basically, the long and short of it, very high level, is it gives about a billion dollars a year to NDOT. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten cent a gallon tax increase immediately. One penny per year. You've got a fee at the BMV. And uh, if you drive an electric car, you're not getting out free either. Your new fee is $150 a year. Yep. So by that math, since they're charging the electric people $150 a year, I figure the gas tax is about $150 a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what say you? Well, I was impressed that they they held to tradition and did it a late night vote <laughs> before they got out of town. <laughs> so you know, there's some things you don't want to miss, you know, under the cover of darkness before you skirt out of the city. <laughs> so this is fascinating to me because when the House plan was unveiled a couple months ago, or just a little bit over a month ago, I guess, yeah, we kind of said, "Oh, this is really bad." Mm-hmm. The Senate is usually the adult in yes. the room. That this is what happened last year with the gas tax. Mm-hmm. Everything will be fine. Yes. And then the Senate came out 
And their plan was worse than the House. Yes, they took even more. Like, it's rare, <laughs> especially in a Republican-controlled government, that the plan gets worse. That's right. For those of you who don't know, the House comes up with an idea, the Senate comes up with an idea on something this big, and then they usually meet together. And usually it means they get better. Like, one side's squirrely, and the other side has some common sense, and then you kind of get closer to the common sense. This actually progressed worse. Yeah, I wanted to go back to the House. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and so the other side of this is it takes them like eight years to phase in the sales yes. tax on gas. Yeah, and, and on top of that, they've made sure that they can raise it a penny a year for inflation. Now, I want to know who decides what's the inflation rate here. I think my favorite part of the whole thing, well, two things are my favorite part. First of all, under this phasing in of the gas tax, uh, sales tax on gas for roads, Holcomb's got some sort of board, apparently, that yeah. Holcomb the governor yes. and this board can just arbitrarily say, nope, we need it for something else. Yes, so there, there's some, there's I will say, chicanery in this. But, oh, no, um, that's, that's total chicanery. <laughs> no, that's a good word. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, they've, they've got it. And, and, you know, and they are supposedly going to slowly transfer over the sales tax also, too, to the roads. But they're not going to do that quite till 2020. Yeah, so, th so the whole, but the best part about this is because they're saying, well, we did it. Holcomb and this board, this transportation right. board, can just arbitrarily say... Redistribute. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we need it over here. We need it for Medicaid, which is going to happen. Yes. They're, and I'm telling you right now, you know it's got a very rarely wrong. We yeah. were the guys that were right on Donnelly, 100% on the Supreme Court vote. Um, we were the guys that were right on Trump. Yes, uh, we so were. Very rarely wrong. But what's going to happen? The Republicans are going to pass Obamacare replacement. Mm -hmm. It's going to drastically cut Medicaid to the state of Indiana. And they're going to use that money to fund Medicaid. Yeah, and they actually sliced out the cigarette tax raises because, you know, Lord knows we need to keep the prices low on people that are getting cancer in the state. <laughs> Who are getting, in many cases, their own cancer by smoking. That's right. Yeah. So uh, then my other favorite part of this is the bill seemingly gives uh, His Highness Eric Holcomb mm -hmm. uh, unlimited tolling authority. Yes. Unlimited. It yeah, so you know, there's 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 an awful lot that happened in the last couple of days here that really um, has pause for concern for the citizens of Indiana. Unlimited tolling. Unlimited. Like he could say, uh, Kendall, you live off Tilden. I don't like that. I toll the road. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that might be good for you, yeah. but <laughs> uh, so uh, that's the first part. I'm floored that the state that works. We just had a big election. Mm -hmm. Not one of these clowns came out and said, we're going to have to raise the gas tax. Now, I heard, I did not hear the word tax increase out of one stinking yeah. uh, Republican. And they're, they're, they're putting under the guise of this is a user fee. So just the people that are traveling the roads. Right. Now, now you don't think that any of the truckers, because the diesel tax went up, are going to load up right before on Danville, Illinois, right. and fill their tanks and try to run across the state without buying any gas, do you? Or I, will, I will tell you, diesel. and I'm not a trucker, these trucker guys are some of the smartest dudes around. <laughs> yes. now, now, they may not be winning uh, IQ contests. Mm -hmm. Some of them may not be... Uh, road scholars but in terms of street smarts and knowing how to manipulate the system and the roads and it's not even manipulating the system it's just being a smart person yeah these guys know exactly where to fill up i used to drive about halfway across the country for quite a quite a while and i knew exactly and i'm not yes, an expert i'm that's just right. a guy in a car and i knew exactly what gas stations to fill up at where i needed to get the gas at 
you're not going to punish these guys. No, they're, they're, you know, everybody's got the little gas apps today to be able to see where things are at. So they're going to be very strategic of where they buy it. So the basically, the people are really going to hit are the average user that's filling up their tank daily in Indiana. But I'm floored because I saw this uh, on Twitter the other day. Uh, thanking one of the senators that voted for a special interest group just coming out and saying, thank you. Thank, thank you. you for creating business for us. Yes, and I'll tell you, that's the big thing that we learned out of this session is the power that the special interests have in Indiana. Take the Indiana liquor lobby, not to switch subjects here quickly, but um, with Rickers and stuff and the things that they're doing there. So basically what they found out is focus your dollars on about 25 senators in the U- in the Senate, and that's where you can stop and bring all these things out. No cigarette tax and the thing on the the Rickers issue um, continues for another session. We'll get to Rickers in just a second. What floored me was, it's usually like, because, and we'll talk about this with our interview we did with Tony Cook from the Indy mm-hmm. Star last yep. week. Usually it's like, the interest exists, everybody knows they exist, but the lawmakers don't publicly acknowledge they exist. No, yeah. I saw lawmakers like retweeting tweets from special interests thanking them. Like, yes. these are the people that are going to get rich. And if yeah. you think they're doing this for roads, bridges, and sidewalks, you're crazy. Yeah, it was it was an interesting day because, you know, now, can you say that there's some things that are needed for roads? Yes. Is it at the level that they came out? You know, they didn't phase it in. The Senate came back, and they and the one thing they said they were going to do is says, we're not going to act this all in one year. We're going to spread out the pain. They, they even gave that away and said, we're going to get you all at once. And uh, the worst part, I think the worst part for me, it's like, it's... It's like a relationship. You've never been married, right? So, <laughs> right, 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 right. And I've never been married either, though. I'm about <laughs> to be married. And so I'm not saying this yeah. for, for me. But it's like, I guess it's like a relationship where you think you're madly in love, and then you find out they've been cheating on you behind your back <laughs> yes, the whole time. that's right. And seeing uh, Bosma and uh, Long come out there uh, on, I guess it was Thursday... Yeah, I guess it was Thursday. Mm-hmm. They were like Statler and Waldorf from the Muppet movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything's great. You just enacted the largest tax increase in the history of the state, and you guys are out there smiling and chuckling about it. Did we elect Democrats or Republicans? Yeah, I tell you what, they're going to have this will spur some primary challenges to some of those seats. And I'm sure they've said in the caucuses behind the seats if you get challenged, we're going to be there. We're going to help you because we have all this money from the special interest that we can fund over to your account to help you fend off these attacks. It's interesting because, of course, we do our weekly podcast with our buddy Jim Merritt, state mm-hmm. senator. We love Merritt, great guy. But I don't think Merritt understands this because I've tried to talk to him about this on the show. And Again, Merritt's the caucus chair, yep. so even if he disagrees with things, he's not going to say it. But I said, look, the problem you guys have, and I tried to tell Michael Kreider this too, the problem you have is you're going to do this, and some of the people that are for you now, because, oh, great, all the potholes are going to get fixed. Right. INDOT is not fixing potholes. INDOT yeah. is not a pothole fixer <laughs> company. That's no. not what they do. If you think driving down Main Street in Brownsburg, INDOT's going to run right out there and fix your pothole— it's not happening. Yeah, this is kind of... what they build this, stuff. What this reminds me of is Mayor Greg Boward, when he ran for office years ago before he was elected, there was an issue because there was a lot of snow in Indianapolis, and he said, hey, I'm going to hire all these private contractors, and we're not going to have snow on these streets because and everybody ran in, and the bill was astonishing, and all of a sudden, the and they threw him out of office. Well, he went, <laughs> like, Ballard, went out, Ballard went out on his own. Yeah. He went out on his own... Uh, he knew he wasn't going to get reelected yeah, he if he hung around. Feet. Yeah, yeah, go by choice, not by force. Right. Um, so then the state party 
is retweeting these guys, thanking mm-hmm. them for their leadership. I was on board. Barbell has a great cartoon out today. I don't know if you've seen this. It's the elephant, the GOP guy, uh-huh. putting his hand in the back of a, a taxpayer's pocket. And it says, I think it says Hoosier on the back oh, of the guy. Oh, wow. And, uh, but these guys are like the state party, like the official state party Twitter account is thanking Bosman Long for doing this. And what what planet are we living on? Yes, yeah, so it, it's tough. And I met Peterson there, not uh, Boward. So when yes. he, wrong Although mayor. Boward may have got knocked out yeah. on his own 2 yeah. too. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Peterson was the one that, that ran yes. on the Peterson the thing. was shown the door by yeah. the voters. Yes, and yes. that was because he ran up the bill on something that was road-related to snow removal because he spent a money. And that's what the legislature done. They've spent a lot of money to fix something. And at the end of it, you know, it may be like getting the girlfriend that you always wanted and you find out she wasn't as good as what you thought. Should I? <laughs> Okay, so so let's wrap this up because we got it. We got to get some other stuff and take a break and all that good good stuff. But um, so uh, Holcomb tweets out after the legislative session that he's celebrating at Steak and Shake. What are you celebrating? Like what 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 is going on here? You would think if you were going to sign this, you would do it in shame. You would hang your head and go, "This is pathetic." Well, but he's at Steak and Shake. Now he didn't probably have to pay the gas tax to get there because he's using public 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 <laughs> transportation. But, but what is going on? Yes, so he had his his state police escort that was there and his state car that took him there. But I have to say one thing: at least these guys are owning what they do. Yeah, and and the problem's going to be, and I've said this for a very long time now since this thing came up. It's not going to be today. No, nope. it's not going to be tomorrow. It's going to be when people start hitting potholes. They're going to go, wait a second. This is a very good strategic vote at a time in an off-election year, two years, four years out from when Hokum runs for re-election, and many of these senators come up. So this is a good time. They better hope and pray that the Trump economy really takes off and money comes back into the pockets, because that's what's only going to be the thing that's going to save them. Okay, well, we warned you. And uh, don't bl- the worst part about this is they, ha- they could have found the money. Yes. The idea that they think there's no waste in DNR, FSSA, DCS, these places are riddled, riddled with waste and abuse. Yes. And it's awful. It's just, this is awful. And maybe I'll run as a libertarian for governor. There How you about go. That? There you go. And my campaign will just be roast everyone. You That's know those right. libertarians that nominate me because then you get like three debates on stage with Holcomb. That's That'd right. Be great. Yeah, there we go. All right. No, no, I'm just kidding. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, up next, the roads thing was bad. But the legislature may even one-upped itself uh, in the area of alcohol laws. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ausa.org. 
www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415-231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Scott Strong. We're recapping the Indiana legislative session. Before we get to Rickers, mm-hmm. you said that you ran the budget numbers and had some interesting stuff going on. on we talked because we talked at the end of the yeah. last segment about how there was money there. They just chose not to they just chose to use it on other stuff. Yeah, so the forecast came in that they had two hundred million dollars in excess funds that came in. So they didn't use any of that two hundred million to shift it over. They went totally and self funded the roads out of this this all these rate increases. Then they took that two hundred million dollars and they put Pumped up uh, a record, um, t- more more money than anybody ever thought for pre-kindergarten education. <clears throat> I think twenty-one million. They put another hundred plus. And Holcomb was bragging about that too. Yes, and so which was was one of his legislative priorities. So it's amazing that they continue to spend more money on something that's a pilot that the pilot hasn't even finished, and they've doubled the spending on that. In addition to that, they put more money into um, department in the area of opal, opioid abuse and heroin and things like that to hire, hire more caseworkers. So more than $100 million plus there. So they took all of the excess budget and then went ahead and spent it. They didn't put it back on anything like the, the impending Medicaid crisis that's coming. They didn't do anything with that. I mean, this was a huge spin, spin, spin legislature this year. I said this on WIVC on Thursday. Usually at the end of it, any legislative session, and Indiana had been very good. Yes. Um, for the most part. But at the end of any session, you could look back and say the average folk, us. Yes. We got whatever. You can look at it and say you got whatever, whether it was yeah. right-to-work legislation that will make government you know, more efficient. Yes. Or, or what, whatever it might be, uh, you know, tax reform, whatever, whatever it's been, you could always say the average person got whatever. I look at this session and I can't see, I know I'm going to pay a lot more, 
But what what did I get? What did I get for it? I mean, if you're a heroin user, you got a whole bunch of stuff. Yes. If you're a school corporation, you got, you got a whole it. bunch of stuff. If you're Holcomb, you yeah. got exactly what you wanted, which is to be able to take away the votes of yep. five million people for the mm-hmm. state superintendent. Yep. If you're Indot, you got a billion dollars a year. What did I get? The only thing that you got was a state constitutional amendment that's coming that you can vote on about Ooh. fiscal responsibility, which is kind of an oxymoron well, in this and case. They, and here's the and we talked about that. <laughs> in that case, we talked about this on WIBC. We already have that. Yes. We don't have it in the Constitution, but we already do this. Yeah, we we have no chance of doing that because we've just busted all the caps before we pass this. So, so it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's 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 crazy. It's a, it was a really bad year for the average person and i think these guys are going to pay for it down the, the bad thing is that the democrats are so inept it, it's just going to be by default that it happens yes and the average person is to blame because when it was the gay marriage thing or rifra you got a thousand people on the lawn at the state house but when it's this gas tax thing which affects everybody nobody's there yeah so think about this as the economy improves we're getting one to two percent bump in just revenue that's coming into indiana we're about to be on a economic um, juggernaut of business that's coming into the state from things that have done in the past and with the trump administration and then on top of all of this they went and took three percent more spending that they call it as a user fee because that's the amount of money of this 1.2 billion dollars that's going to come in in the next few years so they really upped it like four or five percent okay let's get to something else because i'm gonna i'm gonna say something i'm gonna regret here okay. pretty soon uh, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, so uh, the the road thing was bad, mm-hmm. but you can say legislators do stupid things all the yes. time. What they did with Rickers this year was not stupid; it was maniacal. Yes, this was kind of the result of the Indiana liquor lobby flexed its muscle, which shows you how much power they have in the state of Indiana. You also seen this with cigarettes because they defeated, you know, another group defeated the, you know. So what we're talking about is special interest here, and the reality is is that the liquor stores that sold cold beer did not want Rickers to be able to sell things, and they've journeyed things around, let them have a couple of places, but the reality is they came down hard on those guys and we at least did see the ceo of rickers get out and get ahead yeah, of this thing fighting. yes good, he good is for, good for him because the problem that happens with this is these these corporation guys come out mm-hmm. and go oh i don't i don't want to ruffle any feathers i don't want to make these guys mad why what else can they do to you at this point yeah for let's put it in perspective because I try to not do as much opinion on this show. I mm-hmm. try to do a lot more just, hey, what do you think? Yeah. But on WIBC, we talked about this, and I'm, I'm going to say here, this is not about Rickers. No. It's about you. Because what the state of Indiana has done is they've taken a law-abiding business, or insert the name citizen, right? who followed the law, followed all the requirements, went in through the front door, checked all the boxes that the state has set up. Mm-hmm. And then after they've gone to great expense to do this, the state comes back and says, nope, can't do it anymore. Yeah, so this is like, I used to be a high school algebra and geometry teacher. And so when you come out in the the beginning of the year, some of you may remember your high school days, your teachers will kind of lay out the rules. And then you have to comply within the rules. Well, the rules were laid out, and the students found a hole in it, and they exploited it. But if you laid out the rules, they're following the rules. They're being compliant. This was Rickers. 
Yeah, there was no hiding. There was no, no. They, we, we pulled some strings. It was, here's the law. Because you've got to go through a local alcohol board and the state board. That's right. And they got the permits. And what the state legislature has said now is the rules don't matter because if we don't like something else you do, we'll take that back from you too. And that's where people need to be aware of. Even if you're not a drinker or you don't care about Rickers or you're too busy, they'll come for you next. Yes. So the issue here is this, you know, it's don't do as we tell you to do, do as I tell you, I want you to do that. I don't say so the, you know, follow my intent, whether I make it clear or not. And the interesting part about this is both of the Senate and the house leadership was extremely furious when Rickers came through because they found a way around the system. And and Cook, Tony Cook from Indy Star, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Cook's very nice. Yes, he he's is. He's a reporter, so yep. he's just going to tell you the ABCs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what's actually going on. I don't think every state legislator is bought and sold. I, I don't no. think that. I don't. I don't think that there's money in briefcases. But no. what I do think you have here is a group of guys. There's too many bills. These guys are lazy. Yep. They like being in you know in front of the camera they like being public figures but they don't like doing the work and the devil's in the details and these dudes don't read this stuff and then when push comes to shove they're just big babies they just well, roll over well they come into a caucus room and the leadership says you're going to do this and this is what's led people to election defeats we can talk about it's one state senator like here win elections that's exactly right people, so people have always asked how did you win because i'm so out there and i said this crap, right? Yes, here. that's you, right. Everybody, not everybody, but many people are just sick of this stuff. And Rickers is something they can get their head around. And it's very rare that I'm at a loss for words. But mm-hmm. I don't even know what you say anymore about this because this is so brazen where these guys follow the law. You can, Yes. The, the legislature doesn't even dispute that these guys did everything the right way. It's not like Bosman came out and said, well, they really, uh, you know, they pulled some strings. and Yeah, it was technically illegal, but no, I mean, everybody has said these guys did exactly what they were supposed to do. Yeah, unfortunately, what this has done, and I'm, I'm not a fan of Rickers or any people, but the reality is when they follow the law and then the legislature reacts to punish one's particular industry or one particular corporation or person, that's wrong. The state of Indiana, and it dates back to Mitch, because I think Mitch was the last governor we had that was really like, look, uh, I like to think of Mitch being a more dignified version Mm -hmm. of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're going to do what's right. Yeah. And if you don't like it, there's election coming up in a couple of years. You can vote me out. And here's what we're going to do. And we're for the people. That's right. For the people. And Mm -hmm. um, Mitch did a lot of really, really good things. But... Along that line, Indiana became this sort of like bastion of because the states around us were so bad. Yeah. Christ, Ohio, Kentucky, Michigan. And everybody said, wow, Indiana. Yeah. And, we... and, and Pence, who is a master salesman, regardless of what you think of him, mm-hmm. was able to piggyback on that. And Indiana got this reputation of, quote unquote, you know, a state that works. But if you look at our taxes, if you look at our government, we are not anymore that much better than our neighbors yeah so what's happened is we have people are falling back to the easy way of oh we'll just add a user fee to pay for that oh everybody's got their hand out i'm going to give all of you what you want and we're going to enact a user fee when in reality is what mitch did is he said hey we don't have enough money for the roads let me look at our assets and leverage something the toll road to pay for that and he took us through 10 years now and this is the point where everybody's saying we want mitch back yeah absolutely all right (laughs) We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, wrap up uh, the show and give you some more of the lowlights of this year's Indiana legislative session. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. 
Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Scott Strong talking about the lowlights of the Indiana <laughs> legislative session. And we, we, well, we could go here for hours, mm-hmm. hours, but uh, we're on a, on a time, uh, time schedule, so we can't <laughs> do that. So um, when I was a legislator, a municipal legislator, at the end of every year, I like to look back and tell people, okay, we did whatever. Yes. Like, these were the highlights of what we did. It usually involved tax reform, some sort of major infrastructure. And if you can get that in a year in a, as a municipal legislator, that's pretty good. So if you're Holcomb this year, you get to stand back and say, I did, well, the largest tax increase in the history of the state. Yes. Massive expansion of government-entitled education. Yep. And I took away about 5 million people's right to vote. Yes. For the state superintendent. Did it. Why did he expend so much capital on something that now he will never get to do because his term will end by 2025, which is when the appointment will come? Why did he do this? Well, he, he had the idea of doing it and getting it by 2020. But here's the thing. If he backed off of it, it would, it would have been a failure. So now he can say, even though I'm not going to get to do it, he's saying I'm doing this for the future of Indiana and a future government. And it would have worked. It would have been worse for him not to get anything passed because then the Democrats would have said, wow, he had these five pillars. It looked like one of the pillars fell. Interesting thing for me is that the teacher unions, who were so influential in Glenda Ritt's election, mm-hmm. where have they gone? Because they didn't help her at all, and they were silent on this. Well, there's a few things that have happened with uh, with you know the passing. The legislature has methodically attacked, kind of attacked them. And being a former person that was in the teachers union, um, I can say that they kind of brought their own thing. You know, for years they put all their money behind the Democrats. And when the Democrats lost, guess what? When your people lose, you don't have the influence. And now the unions, you don't have to give to that fund. So um, they've been quiet because basically they don't have anybody to give them their voice. And the teachers union really doesn't, won't coalesce around a good issue because there really are a lot of teachers that are Republicans that are in the teachers union. It, it was fascinating to me, though, that they exerted that much effort on something that you know you know when it comes time, and it'll be years down the road, you know it's just going to make everybody mad because mm-hmm. the average person probably doesn't even know what they're voting for for state superintendent or what the job is, but people just like to go vote. Yes. You know, I remember there's always people who show up and go, I don't even know who's running this year. I just want to come vote. Yeah. Well, you're a danger to society, ma'am. But, but the average person will see that and go, well, why did they take away my right to vote for that? They think I'm too stupid. 
Well, the reality is, is the Trump landslide had far, far, far-reaching implications for the Indiana State Education Association and the teachers union that they we don't realize. When you have 19 plus people that go for the Republican side of the ticket, it basically slit the throat of the Republicans, which is where they put all of their capital, they put all of their income, they put all of their money in, and they all went down. So basically, they didn't have anything left. To fight now, I'm not telling you that they still didn't. You're when you're a teacher and you're in a high school or an elementary, your mailbox is filled every day with the stances on issues and things. But when you've got a supermajority in the Republicans and you're known as the Democrats, you don't get much traction there. Okay, we'll close with this, I, and I'm not saying I said this verbatim, but I, I said this on WIBC the other night. I can only do so much. Mm-hmm. You can only do so much. We can educate. We can post, we can blog. At the end of the day, if someone doesn't want to save themselves from themselves, and if they want to allow, because they're lazy, a government to run all over them, there's nothing else I can do. Yeah, what you are is you're the uh, Winston Churchill in 1930 <laughs> <laughs> with the things that are coming in the future. And this was the same thing with Obama. I mean, there has to be enough hurt and enough pain to build up before people take action. It'll probably come, but it's probably not going to come in this election or the next. Because a bunch of people said, and by the way, kudos to John Crane, mm-hmm. who voted no on yep. the gas tax. He voted no on some of these other issues, too. A lot of people said, well, we wish you'd have been down there. They said, well, you would have called all this out. I said, it doesn't make any difference. I'm on WIBC now, the largest, one of the largest stations in the state. It doesn't make any difference. If you don't aren't called to action, mm-hmm. if you as a citizen aren't called to get involved and call your legislator and show up, be nice about it. But if you're not called to do it, then it doesn't matter. Because they fear numbers. They fear re-election. And me barking about what some guy in Fort Wayne's doing, David Long, mm-hmm. if David Long's constituency doesn't show up and knock on his door, it doesn't matter what I say. Well, and there was a lot of pressure on these people. And the, the both House caucuses of the Republicans, Senate and the House, had to put a lot of pressure on those people to keep them to vote. And even the ones that broke off like John Crane, they made sure that they had enough votes to cover that defection. Like the Democrats did with Donnelly and Neil Gorsuch, they did the same here. And it, although it looks like they had a victory and they proposed it as a victory, they are all going home sweating, hoping that this doesn't come back to bite them. All right, we'll leave it there. Scott, great job as always. Thanks. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. Just search Central Indiana today. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. 
Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- Two three one three eight seven one. That's four one five two three one three eight seven one. Hey, Hendricks County. This is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. 
Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.